0: We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky.
1: Hello, my friends and soul siblings. I'm so honored to be spending some time with you here today on Journey to Center. So, Do you ever look up at the stars and feel the mind-boggling, incomprehensible enormity of the universe? Do you wish you could understand life, explore the galaxies, and perceive things from a higher state of understanding and awareness? If so, you're certainly not alone. I know I've felt this way, and it's part of what has propelled me on the journey of the conscious evolution of my soul. This also seems to be the case for my very awesome, fun, wise, and wonderful guest today. And he got to have some astral adventures and visit some of these other galaxies. Am I jealous? Well, yes, maybe a little. But I'm also excited to be able to talk to him, ask him all the questions I want, and learn from his experiences. I've had him on Journey to Center twice before, and I know I'll have him back again. We seem to have a lot of the same beliefs, and he expands my mind and heart. And I know he can do this for you as well. We're here with Garnett Schulhauser. Garnet is a retired lawyer who lives near Victoria on Vancouver Island. After graduating from law school, he practiced corporate law for over 30 years with two blue chip law firms in Calgary, Canada. After retiring in 2008, he began his new career as an author, and his first book, Dancing on a Stamp, was published in 2012. His second book, Dancing with Spirit, in 2015. Today we're here to talk about the third book in his series called Dance of Heavenly Bliss. Through his series, Garnet generously shares his life lessons, the answers to human beings' biggest questions as revealed by his spirit guide, Albert. Some of what Garnet has learned and now shares as an essential truth is that we're all eternal beings traveling on unique journeys and that we're designed to grow, evolve, and expand as souls. And when our physical bodies perished, we all return to the spirit side where we'll be welcomed back with unconditional love as we eagerly plan the next steps and our personal evolution. So Garnet, thanks for being back here on another episode of Journey to Center.
0: Well, thank you for inviting me again, Tammy. I'm very excited to be on your show again.
1: Oh, it's so fun to have this conversation with you. I've enjoyed your books thoroughly, and I'm so excited about delving into your third book, Dance of Heavenly Bliss. So first of all, I just want to start with something that I've often thought, and you kind of confirmed, and I want to know more, you, um, Albert, revealed to you that Earth is considered one of the toughest schools in the universe. Why is this? Why, well, why is Earth so tough?
0: Well, one of the main reasons is because we're not, once we're incarnated on our planet, um, we're not allowed to remember where we came from, who we really are in terms of being eternal souls, um, and we're not allowed to uh, remember our previous lives on Earth, and we're not allowed to remember what we had put in our pre-birth planning. So that means we sort of land here and it's sort of like we've suffering from amnesia don't remember any of this good stuff and so we don't we, we have to struggle to try to find out you know who we are where we're going what we should be doing and and we have all these big questions in life that we just we, we have to struggle to, to find answers for they're not just given to us we don't remember what they really are so that's why it's so challenging plus the fact mm-hmm that we all have free will to make decisions and take actions. So we're not, we're, we're not predestined to do things on this planet. We have free will when we get here, and so we can often you know, make decisions and take actions that, um, that are sort of put us off course from what we had planned before we were born. So that's why those two things make it very challenging, a uh, very challenging school, and it's really a tough school, I'm told, by Albert.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of get the vision of playing, you know, pin the tail on the donkey where we're blindfolded and kind of pushed in a certain direction. I feel like we have blinders on. We're born with this veil of forgetfulness. And I, I do feel like that. And it's like trying to wake up from that or take the, the, the blinders off or the mask off. It's, it's, It's been challenging. It's been tough. And, you know, before um, I really got to this place of um, greater understanding, I um, I would often find myself saying I want to go home, I want to go home, I want to go home, not even knowing what I was saying. People would say, "What do you mean by that?" I'm like, "I don't even know, but this doesn't feel like home to me." And it seems like Albert revealed that 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 in in fact is the case. This isn't home.
0: No, you're absolutely right. Yeah, our true home is is beyond the veil, on the spirit side or the other side. Uh, that's where we we uh, truly reside. That's our home. That's where we where we sort of bloom as beings of energy. Um, that that's where we uh, that's where we came from. That's where we go back to. And this is sort of like you, you said it best on the last show, Tammy this is sort of like a working vacation. It's sort of like we choose a life on earth. We come here to learn and experience things. We know it's only going to be a short period of time and then our physical bodies die and we go back home. And so uh, that, that's the right way to look at it. And some people, including yourself obviously, have some residual memories that uh, of, of our true home Mm. And so that's why you say to yourself, this is not my true home. I I don't really remember much about my true home, but I know this is not it. And so you're Mm. fortunate to have that sort of uh, feeling. A lot of people have no idea what their true home is, and they think that maybe this is it.
1: Well, I do feel like certain people are more comfortable here than others. Um, I've always felt a little uncomfortable, but I'm making peace with it. Um, An exercise that I've come up with for myself and I share with my students is, what would home feel like? What does your home planet look like or feel like? Bring your home here. I was like, oh, the comforts of home. I'm bringing the comforts of home to planet Earth. And I do feel a lot better now. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and it's it's really hard to uh, for us to sort of reconcile life on this planet with with the life on the spirit side where we come from. Where on the on the spirit side, there's no negative emotions. There's nothing but unconditional love and uh, happiness and joy and uh, exhilaration. It's really hard for us when we live as as humans on this planet to imagine that because we run into negative emotions and physical hardships and all kinds of things all the time. So it's it's really uh, you know to the extent that you can uh, understand that that's where you're going back eventually. It'll make your journey here a little bit better, I hope. And that's what we're really trying to strive for here.
1: For sure. Give people tools so that they can relax and enjoy the journey a bit more. So something you wrote about in this book that I, I loved and I completely agree with is um, surrendering judgment. Um, and, and you brought up a good point. It's easy to judge the bad guy. Of course, we're going to judge the bad guy. Um but you got to a place within yourself where you realize that it, it's time to let that quality go. Do you want to talk a little bit about that?
0: Yeah. I mean like to judge other people, just, it, it just, it's a, a wrong headed approach because you really have to understand that if somebody has stepped on your toes, you have to look at that person and realize that that is a soul just like you came from the other side, just as you did, uh, came here to learn and experience things is in that human body and they're here uh, trying to find their way through this through the, through the maze here on this planet find their way through their journey and sometimes because of their free will actions they're going to do things that you don't like or they might offend you. But but you can't judge them because you don't know uh, where they came from. You don't know what their past lives were about. You don't know what they planned before they came here. And you don't know what challenges they've already faced on this planet. And so to to, to, to judge them, it, it, it's presupposing you know everything about them and you do not. And so that's why you should never judge other people. Second thing is, of course, is judging people. You know, when you judge people, you're not loving them unconditionally. And that's really something that we, re, we have to really strive for. Uh, even people, even the bad guys, we have to learn that that we need to forgive everything they've done to uh, th- th- that's bad or, or that has offended you and and learn to forgive them not judge them and try to love them unconditionally a, b- a tall order for sure when you when you come across somebody who's very bad in your view but that's something that uh that, that will happen and if it doesn't happen here it'll happen when you die and cross over to the spirit side
1: mm-hmm. yeah i think you're bringing up such a good point we have to be willing to not know what another soul has done what they've experienced, what they're in the process of learning or doing. And what I've come to, and I'd be interested in knowing what you think about this, if we could get high enough in our consciousness, the things that we perceive as bad or evil or wrong um, really comes um, down to something that deserves compassion. Because nobody is truly just evil. Would you agree with that?
0: Absolutely. No, 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 There's nobody that's inherently evil. And, and what we perceive to be evil on this planet is, is a human judgment about, we have a, a sort of a, a code of what we think is right and wrong. And if somebody goes on the wrong side, we think that they're evil or they're bad or whatever. It, but, but there is no right or wrong in an absolute sense on our planet or anywhere in the universe. So what, what happens here is all relative in, in terms of our human judgment. And you, you know, we really have to, if somebody has sort of gone off the, 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 the beaten path and has done something that's been, the we view as being really bad, we really have to show them some compassion and, and, and recognize that we don't know, as you say, where they've been and, and what challenges they've faced. And so we have to sort of, uh, uh, you know, forgive them, forgive them for, for what we think they've done wrong and let them carry on with their journey because once, once we get back to the other side, we're going to love them unconditionally as another soul who had a, a, a human journey on this planet.
1: Mm-hmm. So something you talk about, you say that, that that Satan doesn't exist, but you met Lucifer. You also hung out with Jesus and Adolf Hitler. So I'd like to hear a little bit more about your experiences and thoughts about these very different kinds of energies.
0: Well, absolutely. And I was surprised uh, uh, to a great degree when Albert, we were on the spirit side one of our journeys, and he said to me, I'm going to introduce you to somebody who had a life on earth and was considered to be a paragon of virtue and also somebody who was considered to be an evil monster. I couldn't for the life of me, figure out who I was going to meet, but there it was sitting on a bench and having a very amicable conversation was Jesus Christ and Adolf Hitler, which really surprised me. Um, so anyway, I found out after being introduced to the soul who had been Adolf Hitler, He morphed. He was there in his military uniform, so he looked just like his pictures. He morphed back into a a very handsome young man named David, which he said was his natural appearance on the spirit side. And he said, you know, I finished that life as Adolf Hitler. I'm very uh, sorry for all the evil and and deaths and everything else that I've caused. Uh, He said it wasn't pre-planned. He said it happened because his negative emotions like fear, anger, hate got out of control, and, and that just led to all the bad things that happened. He was very sorry for it. But one of the interesting things he said was that he had met with all of the souls from his death camps that had died in his uh, in his prisons, um, and and there has been total reconciliation, which may surprise a lot of people. But he said when you're on the spirit side, you know the bad people are in total reconciliation with the good people and their victims, and, and there's no holdover of, of anger or need for revenge or, uh, uh, you know, hatred, nothing of that kind. So it's just total reconciliation. So this was sort of like hitting me over the head with a two-by-four. Here's this one of the most evil people who ever lived on our planet is uh, saying that there's nothing but a total reconciliation with, uh, with all the people he harmed. And there he is sitting beside Jesus Christ, who is one of the best people in our history, and they were having a very friendly conversation discussing their respective lives so it was really quite an eye-opener is that things on the spirit side uh, uh, are handled quite a bit differently than what happens on earth and that uh, you know whatever happens to you here when you get back to the spirit side you leave everything behind except your memories and you and you don't bring forward any of the negative emotions any hatred or or, or desire for revenge or uh, or, or judgments or, that you've made on the planet earth so it was very right. much of an eye-opener and jesus had when he had his turn he said you know I, I, was. Uh, he, he acknowledged that he was a master soul, a very advanced soul. He was asked mm-hmm. by the Council of Wise Ones to incarnate 2,000 years ago to try to help uh, humankind, to try to get us over a hump and, and uh, get us on the path to spiritual enlightenment because we needed a lot of help. Still do, as a matter of fact. But anyway, that's why he came there. He said that the miracles that were attributed to him in the in the Bible, like turning water into wine, walking on water, uh, he said he did that because he was able to focus his thoughts into powerful beams of energy so he could manipulate matter, and that's how he created his miracles, and he said he did that to draw attention to himself. He hoped that people would follow him, follow his teachings, and uh, and that was his story, and he didn't know quite how it would all play out, and he was a bit bit upset at, at, at how the Christian Church had developed to some degree over the time, but he said, you know, for the most part, uh, A lot of people are following my teachings and that is good. And I hope that, uh, uh, you know, at at some point in time, maybe I'll come back again if asked to by the Council of Wise Ones.
1: Mm. I love this. And and this has just been my perspective. And again, I'd love to hear yours. We agreed to be on this planet of duality. Right, wrong, good, bad, this, that, black, white. And to forget the truest truth. And so we can stay in this dance of duality. and, And you talk about this. We have two sides of humanity. One is seeming ugly and the other is compassionate and uplifting. These two facets are constantly knocking heads as they strive for supremacy on this planet. My personal intention has been to remember the truth, which is love, and to live a life of greater unity, pierce that veil and bring heaven to earth, and be able to witness the duality without allowing it to, um, I guess, bring me back into this place of believing in evil. So what are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, no, you're entirely right. There is, there is nobody, as I mentioned before, nobody inherently evil. Um, people do things that we consider to be evil just because they let their emo- emotions run amok and they sort of uh, forget to embrace the love and the light um, and, and forgiveness and, and, and being non-judgmental. And that's just because uh, a lot of us are ruled by our minds and our minds sort of have an agenda of, their, of its own and they like to go off and pursue, you know, power, money, glory, fame and so on which really isn't, uh, you know, it, it means nothing to people on the spirit side. It means a lot to humans on the planet. So what we have to right. do is strive to listen to our souls and, and do what our souls want and listen to what our guides are telling us. And that way we can find the road to spiritual enlightenment, which includes love and compassion, forgiveness, and not judging other people. Um, but, but it's difficult because our minds uh, really want, uh, for the most part, to go on a different path. We have to sort of challenge that and sort of bring ourselves back onto a path Where our heart is sort of leading the way rather than following our minds who are tend to be very materialistic.
1: For sure. And I do feel like on some level, say we're all oneness and bliss that I wanted to go and have my own adventure and see what I could do with my creative energy and life force. So I agreed to forget so I could, you know, see what I could do. Like I'm a two year old. I want to do it my way (laughs) until I finally realize my way probably isn't the best way. And then I want to realign with light and love with um, our creator. So what what do you think about that?
0: Well, I, I mean, I think that's right. I mean, it, it's so easy. I mean, for most of us, we sort of uh, struggle through life, like you said before, with blinders on, we don't remember where we came from or where we should be going. And it's just so easy to uh, to, to, to carry on with our day to day lives where we have to sort of, you know, get up and go to work and, uh, and come home and make dinner and uh, look after the kids and, you know, and, and do all those things that most of us have to struggle with day to day. And it's so hard to it's very easy to forget where we came from or where we should be going. And, and, and we really need to sort of slow down, uh, you know, take a breath, quiet our minds, and listen to what our souls and our spirit guides are telling us in terms of where we should be going. Because all the things that we think are important here, like you know, acquiring material goods, acquiring wealth, and so on, it's just totally irrelevant to you as a soul. And you'll realize that when you get back on the spirit side, but, but, but you have a much better journey if you begin to realize that here while you're still having a human journey.
1: Yeah, I want to, I want to remember, I want to die before I die, which just means I think shed the ego, um, and, and surrender fear, surrender that fear of disconnection. Um, you know, my teachers would say ego is edging God out. I want to invite God only. I want to live I go, not ego, (laughs) but to remember that on this side of the veil, I think is so helpful. And, um, you had also said something that I really loved. Although Earth school is tough, it's chosen by souls who feel they need to incarnate in difficult settings in order to expedite their journey up the evolutionary ladder. In most cases, only experienced souls dare to jump into a life on Earth, which means I likely enjoyed some soft lives on other planets before I started my journeys here. I kind of want a soft life after this. (laughs) (laughs) I want my wings back, darn it. I want my wings and I want my unicorn. I want to (laughs) fly.
0: You, you know, you'll get that. Uh, and, and so many people said that to me, sort of like, I don't ever want to come back here again. I hate this place. And I'm, you know, once I die, I'm going to stay on the other side. But but Albert says, most of us say that, but once we get to the other side, it's sort of like a whole different perspective. And and w- we view a, a life on earth from the spirit side as being a very short sojourn of learning and experiencing. It's like you said, a working holiday, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that doesn't last very long and you'll soon be back. you You, you leave there comforted by the fact that no matter what happens on this planet you can't go wrong and become lost you're always going to end up back home and so mm-hmm. it's, it's just an adventure a learning adventure and we think see things much differently so you can say now i don't ever want to come back but once you're on the, on the spirit side you may well decide i'm going to come back to further my evolution or to help somebody else another soul um, you know on their evolution Mm.
1: And I do think, you know, to have compassion for ourselves, because this does take great courage. If if I could have had somebody tell me that when I was really struggling and suffering, I think it would have helped. But I'm here now and I'm grateful for everything that's occurred to get me to this place where I'm having this conversation with you, Garnet. Um, well,
0: Albert has said to me many times, he said, you know, just to t- take up your point about uh, uh, souls having to be courageous to come here. You know, he said many times we should all pat ourselves in the back because this sure. is a really a tough school. We chose it freely. And, um, you, you know, and, and, and it, it means that we're probably very advanced in terms of uh, the evolution of souls, because we've, as you said, we've probably had easy lives on other planets, maybe even some, uh, you know, we probably even had some easier lives on this planet as well. And sure. uh, you, so where we are is a very challenging environment. And uh, so we should be uh, commended for, for coming here, uh, you know, to either help ourselves or to help, humanity, help other souls get over their hurdles.
1: Yes. I, and I love that. It all makes so much sense. There's nothing I I didn't agree with in your books. It's like I totally related. And again, you expanded um, my thinking and my heart even more, which is what I ask for. Um, So something I wanted to ask you about, you talk about Albert being your spirit guide. And I think you said you have others and there's also guardian angels and I also talk a lot about aligning with our soul and higher self. Can you talk about these different aspects and what, um, what we can do to maybe invite and align with them more in our human physical lives?
0: Well, we all have spirit guides and we all have systems, We all have at least you know, two or three. I've heard of some people say they have 11 or 14 or I don't know how many. Uh, so it varies a lot. And our spirit guides actually do change to some extent over time as we advance through our lives. Because our needs and our uh, our desires change, and so spirit guides will do will will, will come and go. Um, I have three. I met one other one. Her name was Elena. I described that in my third book. Haven't met the third one yet. Albert says when the time is right, I will. Um, but anyway, they're basically our coaches who are there with us 24-7, whispering um, intuitive messages into our minds, uh, giving us gut feelings, trying to steer us on the right course. And, you know, our challenge really is to find out, um, or, you know, to listen to the messages, find out what they're trying to tell us, and then try to follow their advice. We also have guardian angels, and I met one of, one of my guardian angels. Her name was Anna Peel, very beautiful, stunningly beautiful lady. Um, she was uh, just dressed in ordinary clothes, didn't have white wings but she says she can, you know, show up with wings if if that's necessary for you know to to make her point. She didn't in this case, and she says that she's been with me 24/7 as well. Guardian angels have a very special role, which is to um, uh, watch over us and make sure that we don't suffer an untimely death. And that goes back to the point I made in my book that Albert said is that one dies by accident also mm-hmm. all people die when their souls are ready to leave the incarnation and guardian angels are there to make sure that something uh, accidental doesn't happen which would end our lives prior to our souls wanting to leave the incarnation and they're there to basically basically physically intervene if necessary to pull us away from hazard so it's very comforting to know that we have guardian angels we have spirit guides we have higher selves and all of these uh, all of these spirits entities are all working together to try to help us have a more fruitful, fulfilling journey on our planet.
1: So I'd love to hear from um, you Garnet about how we can draw these aspects and entities closer to us. How can we um, start to have these kinds of relationships? Is it possible for everyone or are you somehow special in this regard that you get to have this relationship with Albert and your other um, angels
0: well, I'm fortunate to a large degree because the, this sort of direct communication with spirit guides is quite unusual. Albert said he did it in my case because he really wanted to get his revelations to me in a very direct manner, so I could write my books. Um, but everyone has, everyone can get closer to their guides and their, and and their angels by basically, I mean, the best way is just by meditation, by sitting down, quieting your mind, getting rid of other thoughts that, that that flow through your mind every day and listen carefully for the messages coming from your uh, from your guides and your soul and they're very subtle for the most part they're like intuitive flashes uh, gut feelings uh, whispers in your mind uh sometimes coincidental events will be orchestrated by them they're all designed to sort of get your attention and they're sending you a message to try to steer you on the path you had chosen for yourself before you were born. But it's 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 easy to miss them. It's easy to, to misunderstand what they're saying. And that's really the big challenge. And, and that's really the only way of getting closer. There's no magic bullet in terms of getting you in contact with your guides, unfortunately, because that's just part of life on Earth.
1: So funny, because reading your books and having these conversations with you have inspired me to, I guess, extend more of an invitation to um, my spirit guide. And two things happened over the last two days where... It was just like so bizarre. I'm like, I think something's going on here because I've extended the invitation. So we're driving along, my husband and I, and I said, you know, I was thinking to myself, I'd really like my spirit guide to, to come closer. And all of a sudden, the radio turned on and started playing Sound of Silence. And He's like, did you do that? I'm like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> it was like so weird. And then last night I had my phone off and the ringer off and everything shut down. And all of a sudden, my phone started singing this song. And the quote was, I'm always with you. I'm always with you. And I'm like, Hmm, this is fun.
0: <laughs> it, it's, it's no doubt a magical response. And you're fortunate because your guides were really trying to tell you that they're there for you and they're waiting for your, for your further contact.
1: So I guess I'm going to meditate more on this because it's kind of fun and funny. I love it. And, and I do think it's available for us if we want to take that responsibility and extend that invitation. And I'm so glad you said yes to this invitation, Garnet. I feel like I could just talk to you for like hours. I hope you come back.
0: I certainly will. I I, I very much enjoyed the interview and and your delightful host, and uh, I will definitely be back.
1: Okay, now tell people where they can get a hold of you, get your books, find out more.
0: The best source is my website, which is garnetschuhelser.com. That's not easy to remember, but if you Google Dancing on a Stamp or Dance of Heavenly Bliss, you can get to my website. You can uh, download free excerpts of my book. Uh, You can watch book videos. You can dial into my social media sites. And my email address is on my website. I'd be happy to hear comments or questions from your listeners.
1: I just adore you. Corporate attorney to spiritual teacher and... uh... Just fantastic light being on planet Earth. <laughs> you have quite the uh, expansive repertoire. I love you Garnet
0: <laughs> I love you right back, Tammy you're, you're just a, a beautiful enlightened soul.
1: Oh and onward and upward to both of us and to all of our listeners thank you for spending time with us here today. You're in my heart, you're my prayers connect with me tammy ask me a question. Let's get together on Facebook. This is really about relationships. Just spread the love, spread the light. So God bless you. Take good care of yourself, you special soul. Onward and upward. Bye for now.